1: Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen, a weekly podcast devoted to the oldest, longest running named hockey club in the American Hockey League, the Hershey Bears. My name is Richard Blosser welcoming you to this podcast. Not only are you listening on wherever you get your podcasts, but also still streaming uh, live recording as well on YouTube. The Hershey Bears fan club page. For all of you that are watching, I thank you. So, this week again, we have some more jerseys in the background as well. Uh, first off, to your left is, of course, as usual, the Hampus Gustafson Hockey Fights Cancer jersey. As always, cancer sucks. On the right is actually a Carter Camper Albany Devils jersey with the alternate A on it. Why? Well, let's just say it's a bit of a show of power and um, I like to uh, display the shirts of our fallen enemies as a warning to all those who would defy us. Sorry, that got a little dark. But also, if you just look over to the right a little bit more, uh, the webcam isn't showing this as much as I'd like to. That is a Harrisburg Senators uh, jersey that is sitting up there. Why? Well... Spring training baseball starts up, and uh, it's just nice when baseball starts up. It uh, provides a little bit of hope, provides just just letting you know that spring and an awakening is happening. It is, ladies and gentlemen. So speaking of things getting back to normal, or at least some semblance of, of uh, normalcy around here, the Bears had a busy week. Boy, oh boy, were the boys just absolutely busy. Three and four. Even in this pandemic shortened season, we still have to do this three and four stuff as the boys had two on the road and one at home. So let's start this as we go back, way back, all the way to Wednesday night up in Wilkesbury, Scranton in the arena in the shadow of a mountain. Seven, uh, actually, five o'clock start. I'm not going to get used to that. As the Hershey Bears took on the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins. Uh, Sam Sonoff getting another start up there. And the boys' uh, blue line's been looking a a little thin as of recently. Some injuries we're dealing with. Our top two guys um, are overseas as well. Bobby Nardella and Alexiev are both overseas. So, um, yeah, in the words of a Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister... Then make do. Must I do everything? And that's what the Bears have to do. So that involved, um, getting a guy up from, um, South Carolina. And, uh, we tried the experiment of moving Kale Kessie, a winger to defense. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what it's pretty much been reduced to. I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, big defenseman. What can go wrong? I mean, it's not like he, you know, doesn't routinely play the position or, or anything. But this also saw the debut of Will Grab Grab Grabber, Grabner Grabner But whatever, we went at it in Wilkesbury, and boy, oh boy, was this a uh, a game! This was a game that happened up there in Wilkesbury. The boys actually got an early five on three power play early, but um, just the refs were just being the refs up there. Like, I I always hate it when the referees do this because now in this modern hockey, you have, you, um, if you have a consecutive false start against you, that's a delay of game penalty. And the refs already called one of the guys on this, sent him to the bin, and then he's just going, huh? Eh, see, I got you to jump twice. I'm going to get you a jump again, and thank goodness I was not at at the game because I'm pretty sure I just uh, I would have yelled, Drop the puck already! We don't care refs there's no one here. The cardboard d- cutouts don't care about you. Let's just drop the puck and move on and the boys get on the board early as will. Grabner, Grabar, score more, and I'll care. Just does a nice little fake-out, which causes the winger to go, and he skates right on by and just puts it right past Legante. and the boys get a late goal in the first, and it's 1-0 Hershey up in Wilkes-Barre, just as it was always meant to be. (laughs) But no, we can't have nice things because right after that, Uh, Wilkes-Barre comes right back down the ice. One of the guys cuts in front and O'Gara tries to jab the puck away and it just goes up and over him and Sammy and into the net to tie the game at 1-1. Wolf. After that, I actually decided to, uh, throw on the, uh, AHL Live on my phone because, hey, I have this subscription. Why not use it? And, uh... I'm watching and Wilkes-Barre is just having one of those extended shifts. I think it was end of power play one, but boy, they're just just—they're buzzing, they're cycling, they throw shots. It might go a little wide, but the puck comes back in and they're just cycling and the boys are just gassed. They have an icing, it comes back down, guys are just hunched over. <laughs> My God, somebody gets Scarbosa an inhaler. It's depressing to watch. And he, they just skate around... And Wilkes-Barre gets another shot, bounces out of the zone. Hershey tries for a quick change. Only one guy comes off and switches. Wilkes-Barre comes right back in. Shot on goal. Agazino in front, and they score. It's in the net. We were tired. We were gassed. And it was 2-1 Wilkes-Barre. However, Michael said, not on my watch. Nice centering pass over to Michael a few minutes later, and it's in the net. And it's 2-2. Two, two. All right. We're right back in this. We're uh, It's going to be one of those games in Wilkes-Barre, isn't it? We're tired at 2. And uh, um, Scarbosa takes a hack. You know, starts jaw-jacking with another Wilkes-Barre guy. Meanwhile, two guy, Wilkes-Barre players are skating down. What the hell is going on? And... Ah, these are the stuff that's going to drive the fan base nuts, and we'll get into this. To where the Wilkesbury guy just just goes around the defense, cuts in front of Sammy, who's way deep in his crease, and just puts it by him almost effortlessly. And it's three two, and Scarbosa is just yelling at the Wilkesbury and the ref like, "Hey, he was trying to fight me. Did did, did that shouldn't count? How about get back and play on defense, Moggle?" I love ya. Now's not the time for that. Mm-mm. Stop. Stop. Mm. So, Wilkes-Barre goes up 3-2, to two, going into the third, and I'm like, okay, we can get back in this. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And uh, another play where the guys just can't get the puck out of the zone, and... D-Man just sees a uh, Lazzoni down low, throws the puck down low on a from like the top of the corner um, offensive zone at the blue line, and just goes all the way down to uh, the lower circle and just roofs it. My God, that's a nice shot. But Sammy also went low. Get low as a irrelevant uh, hip-hop group would say, Samsonov just went low and just completely exposed that top corner. Actually, both of them. And it's just... Pfft. Somebody sets their levels to offense, puts it all into sniping, and in the net. 4-2 wilkes and they just put this little baby to bed. Wilkesbury 4, Hershey 2. Dang it. As uh, the boys drop a wednesday afternoon tilt up there in uh in Wilkesbury and uh not our night not our night and i'm just i'm just going to say that it just it was now now here's where we get fun the following day on facebook you know i'm i'm watching the fan club page i'm i'm just uh just going through on some things and uh i notice the fans are starting to question Samsonov a bit. Now, 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 before everybody starts, yes, now three games into the season. Uh, uh, okay, I, uh, sorry for the video quality, folks, but uh, okay, two games into the season on a rehab stint. I get it. I get it. We shouldn't do this to, to the kid. And, and that's what I start, and that's what I was like, hey, he's only like, checks hockey DB, 23 years old. And we're kind of giving him a hard time. We're kind of, you know, like, hey, why can't you do better and stop that thing with, with the puck? You know, his, you know, his, his goal against average, at least I think like right now is in the high 800s. He's still got like a 3.32, um, Goals against average? No, no, no. That's goals against average. Yeah, that's what it is. Let me just wait a minute here. I can do this easier than this. Seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest. At its finest, folks. Just stay with me here. Let's see here. Let's see here. God bless Google in the in these days. Let's see. Ooh, Ilya Samsonov covered. No. no, 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 no. Let's let's not go down that route. Just talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves, everyone. So, off the pull up of Hockey DB here off the old uh, phone machine here. Let's just see here. It loads a hell of a lot better than my computer does right here. Again, folks, seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest. Let's see here. Uh, with the Capitals last year, uh, 3.36. Uh, 3. They don't have his Hershey stats for the season. But also the kids, well, he's 24. 24. Getting back to what I was saying. Getting back to that. That he's not necessarily had it the best with Hershey. And yes, Young. But let's also look at something else. Back in the summer, rolled his ATV during the pandemic. Went back home. Rolled his ATV. Messed up his back. And didn't participate in the bubble hockey tournament. Okay, fine. Fine. Um... Comes back here, um has a little uh um no mask time with his uh with his Russian bros with with the Capitals, gets exposed, goes through a real tough time with it. You know, says he had some breathing problems, hit him really hard. So did Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay, he gets through it, comes down with us. And um hasn't necessarily been putting up the best. Again, with everything I've said. So, is he just expecting the crease to be handed back to him when he goes back to uh, Washington? Whenever that might, might be. I mean, yeah, today, he's uh, starting. Uh, actually, today, on uh, February 28th, um, no word if that'll last. But Vtex held down the fort in Washington. Um, 14 out of 16 starts for him. Gotten wins over Pittsburgh and others. And I'm pretty sure the the fans are taking a real liking to VTech. So, um... Sammy just can't assume that once he gets right and gets better, that it's just... The, the crease is just going to automatically go back to him. Because if vtech's better than you, is playing better than you, then... Gotta earn it, kid. You gotta earn it. As... we've had to say plenty of times and who knows maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill maybe people will listen to this and go cut him a break he's only 24 let the kid have fun so what if he rides an ATV what are you doing nerd you're just on a microphone nerd maybe so but all these little things will add up over time And who knows, maybe we should just put the little fear of God in him a little bit. That just say, oh, I don't know, in July there's an expansion draft coming up. And maybe Washington goes to Sammy when Sammy asks, I'm going to be on the protection list, right? And Washington just goes, yeah, maybe, maybe we really like VTech. And Copley's been in our organization a really long time. Maybe we should give him an extended look. I'm sure uh, Seattle's not gonna take you, Ilya. I'm sure Sammy they're they're not gonna gonna take you, but um <laughs> maybe again that's n- probably not gonna happen. But might put the fear of God in him. Might but might be like um Bart Simpson when Homer really disciplined him in The Simpsons to help set him straight. Who knows? Scared straight. Moving on. Moving on to Friday night. And we had some more uh, coaching, uh, coaching, goalie carousel stuff. Uh, Sammy getting to the taxi squad, Copley to the taxi squad, this and that. Debut was released and went back to South Carolina. You know, hockey things. So we move on to Friday night as we go back to Newark to take on the Binghamton Devils. And this was a game where we're like, okay, it's a back-to-back. It's going to be... It's we just gotta you know play our game against these guys. We've only seen them like once, I think, like once before this, but we can take these guys four game losing streak. We're gonna have this. Well, Garrett Pelon early on just skates and does a nice little move and decides, hey, I'm gonna shoot between my legs. What the hell are you doing, Pilon? That's a shootout move. You don't do that. Stop doing that. It went in. It went... Uh, what? It went into the net? Nice move, kid. Don't ever do that again. But nice move, Pilon. Puts it into the net, and it's one nothing. Hershey. Nice. Nice. Filthy goal on Sen. And uh unfortunately, Devils tie it right back up. Get a decent, I think it was power play goal on them. Who knows? Who cares? And I wonder if it's going to be one of those games. They're the devils. It can never be that easy. Well, (laughs) big beefy Brett Leeson just gets one past Sen. And I love how Leeson is scoring and getting involved when the big beefy boys just get in there and cause trouble. But also show... They can have silky mitts every once in a while. Love that stuff. And Hershey's up 2-1. 2-1 there in Newark. Alright. all right, He's okay. And I, and I start to go to work. And I'm I'm, I'm going on at, at work and stuff. I think I was getting a trailer. I hooked uh, underneath one. And I get a little dun-dun. Okay. Okay. What the heck happened? Oh my god! Cody Clark scored! Cody Clark. Wendell's kid gets another one past Sen. And it's three one don't worry yet yes I was in my jockey wagon I, I I'd, I'd, on my phone it was propped up I wasn't distracted I wasn't I wasn't but I what I started to notice with the boys and the devil started doing this the devil started getting a little greedy getting a little greedy trying to get an extra jump in the offensive zone it's three one the pressure is really being put on and you can feel, the hands just tightening around them and Hershey was just waiting to pick things off and get going the other way and there goes Axel Johnson Fialby on a breakaway he scores Axel Johnson Fialby, him and his beautiful hair such volume, such color he's worth it and it's 4-1 Hershey just laying it on, pouring it on here in the four, four one. Wow. Here in the second, just absolutely pouring it on and just plant and just what, what do you mean Cody Clark scored again? As I put a trailer back to the door, what do you mean Cody Clark scored again? Five one? Hershey five, Newark one. It's a route. It's a boat race in Newark. This, this is like the, uh, mid-2000 Binghamton slash um, um, Albany Devils. Actually, this wouldn't happen with Albany, but with the Binghamton Senators slash Devils, where we just go up there on a Friday night and just beat the stuffing out of them. The Friday nights in bingo. If you know, you know. And the boys, 5-1, laying it on them. I'm loving this. I'm having fun on Twitter. I'm putting up Simpsons memes. I'm loving this. Well, the Devils make it Five three with two goals within the first half of the third period, and I'm going. <laughs> I saw this with the with the Maple Leafs. Please don't let this happen to Hershey. Please God, don't. And um, it, like my one buddy Jesse on uh on Messenger was like, "It's okay, it's okay." He's patting me on the back, saying, "We got this. Don't panic. Let's just put this little baby to bed." And with three minutes and change to go. The Devils pull their their goalie, put Sen on the bench, and big, beefy Brett Leeson gets the empty netter. 6 3 Hershey. And as me and my buddy Joe like to do, go warm up the bus. Pack up the stuff. We got to go. You just look at the trainer and go, you handle the sticks, you pack up the equipment, you handle the media. And let's get going.
0: Hershey six. Bet Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Bet Fred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: Devils 3 and a good win up there in R.J. Barnabas Hockey Hoos there in the Prudential Center. Solid win out of the boys. Sammy, eh, three goals got scored on him, but who cares when you put a six-pack on the opponent? As uh, David Leggio once said, if we score six goals, we better win the game. (laughs) And just a great job out of the boys. Great job. Love the hustle. Love the work. Loved everything that they did on this game. A complete sixty-minute game out of these boys, and well, we had to go back at it the following day as a four o'clock start at Giant Center. <sighs> Can't wait till March 14th when I actually go back to Giant Center. I actually will be at that game on uh, on March 14th when, ironically, they play the Binghamton Devils. But right back at it on a Saturday afternoon. And Zach Fuseli is in the net as we face the Devils once again. 4 o'clock start at Giants Center. I'm okay with this. I am absolutely okay with this. 4 o'clock start, and the boys get on the board early after a bit of a scramble in front of the net. And Joe Sively just picks a puck out of the pile and goes, yunk! Into the back of the net, and the boys get on the board with a big, dirty, greasy goal out of a net mouth scramble to quote the great Mike Emmerich. And it's one-nothing Hershey in Hershey. And alright, we're gonna pour it on. The shots are only seven-six after one. Okay. It's a Saturday afternoon game. This is the equivalent of the five o'clock starts on a Sunday after a three-and-three. Everybody's going to be tired. It's just going to be long stretch passes. Hope to get everybody cherry picking. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to be okay. And in the second period, to quote uh, OS Dub Review, let's slow things down. Way down. Shots after midway through the second. 2-1. No, that's not the score. The shots are 2-1. Things getting clogged up in the neutral zone. Quick entries into the zone that that have passes go wide or shots miss the net entirely. No real penalties. Skating up and down. This the uh, They miss the net. Keep play. South of the puck. <clears throat> oh, what fluffer Oh God. Oh. This is a game that'll put you to sleep. You have a child that's that's trouble sleeping? Just show them the second period of this game; it'll knock them right out, better than NyQuil, so I've heard. So we go at it. Just keep going at it in the second. The book get a power play goal near the end of the second, and a long shot. And who tipped it in front of the net? Number twenty six. You know what that means, everyone. It's 9 o'clock, everyone! Get it! Yes! I thought we weren't going to get another goal out of him this season, but he's in there, like swimwear, got a power play goal. Credit Ross Twiddell on that one, but the boys get a power play goal. 2-0, Hershey. And it, it just seems like we got this. The boys absolutely have this. Put it on lockdown, just absolutely... Shut her down, finish strong, and Mike Scarbosa gets another goal in the third to make it three nothing. And uh as we get in with like eight minutes to go in the third, and my loving fiance was watching the game with me, and God bless Zach. God bless Zach. I I, I love him. I do, but he's trying not to say the S word. No, not 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 that. No, 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 not that. He's trying to say, well, you know. Zach's playing really well. Zach Faseli's playing rather well, you know. He's playing a really good game of hockey. It's it's it's, you know, a really, really good, good game right now. He's playing exceptionally well. Zach, shut up. Stop. Stop. You know what's going to happen. You've done this before. Stop. Stop. Mmm. But it didn't matter. Hershey 3. Devil zero. And Hershey. Takes a back-to-back, home-and-home sweep of the Binghamton Devils. Hence why I had the jersey here in the background. I like to show the sweaters of our fallen enemies. And Bears move into second place in the North Division, if you can see this, as well. And um, only behind Utica, you know, if um, standings really counted or or mattered. but um, But anyway, nice showing out of the boys' weekend. Um, good to see them put up an abundance of goals. And uh, this this Binghamton team, you know, I thought some good drafting by New Jersey might help them. Nope. This is still the pre COVID uh, Binghamton team we saw throughout the majority of the 2019 2020 season. So um, that's, that's it for the recap of the boys. Just really solid performance. They won the weekend, as Troy Mann likes to say. And uh, let's keep this going as we head into next weekend. I'm going to turn the mic off here, and I'm actually going to turn the camera off here because we're running a little long in the tooth um, here as well. The second half of the podcast will actually will not be streamed. We just did this as a recap for everybody on the Hershey Pairs Fan Club page. But to everyone else, we'll be right back. To everyone on the live stream, thank you for watching. And for all of you watching live, we'll catch you next time. For you podcast people, we'll be right back. Hello. Are you a fan of the Vancouver Canucks? Well, if you are, you know who you are. And do you cheer for the blue and green? Do you yearn for the days of Pavel Bure and the once-was of 1994? Does it pain your heart every time you hear the name Tim Thomas in 2010? Do you enjoy the youngins coming up and worship the ice that Brock Bessier skates on? Do you think Brandon Holtby should never have been signed in the first place? Well, do we have a podcast for you? The Stick in Rink Podcast, a Vancouver Canucks podcast hosted by three big jerks. No, really, that's what it says in their Twitter bio. These these three Canucks fans, at least I hope they are, Drop episodes twice a week on every Monday and Thursday covering everything Vancouver Canucks. This week's episode is titled, The Canucks Are Fine. No, really, they are. They discuss hockey, life, pop culture, and everything else in Western Canadian hockey. So if you're a fan of the Vancouver Canucks or just want to hear a couple guys rant and rave about Vancouver nonsense, then give a listen to the Stick in Rank podcast. New episodes drop every Monday and Thursday on the Hockey Podcast Network. That's Stick in Rink Podcast. Check it out on wherever you get your podcasts. That's Stick in Rink Podcast. We're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Good to be back um, after we just took a a short break. A little bit of a a podcast shout-out this week. So now it's time for all the hockey news that matters to me, stuff that I find interesting in and around the world of hockey. So earlier in the week, we got some news about the new hockey club that's going to be starting up at the Old Barn, the junior hockey team, part of the United States Premier League is going to be called the Hershey Cubs Hockey Club? Wait, we're actually going to get something out of these guys? Oh boy! We got a logo, we got colors, it looks like they're going cream and chocolate. Not really deviating away from the old Bears design. I can't wait to see what this looks like. Ooh, a Roundel logo. Um... It's a uh, cream-colored circle with chocolate lettering that says Hershey Cubs on the top and bottom. Established 2021. Nice. Looks really good. And oh, look, there's a skating bear. Oh, my God. It's a skating cub with a halo above his head. And there's another image of just a, of a smiling bear's head with a halo above him. Okay. Um... For a little bit of a uh, insight into this, um shut up phone. Um, the Cubs logo is a bit of a play on the Minnesota Fighting Saints. For all of you who go way back in the uh W A No, not W H A or something like that. W H A. Well, whatever. You you know what I mean. You know the team I'm think I'm thinking of, or the era that I'm thinking of. Um and this is supposed to be a mixture of the Hershey Bears and the and the Fighting Saints. Well, I'm not sure putting a halo above the bear's head is necessarily the best route to go, but I love the colors. I like the concept. The Hershey Cubs, smaller bears that will eventually become bears. I'm not sure if they're directly affiliated with Hershey. They're just a bunch of, like, 17-, 18-, and 19-year-olds. So... They're officially going to be called the Hershey Cubs. Okay, okay, let's just let's just roll with that for for the time being. Will I give some love to this team down the line in the fall? Meh. Could check on them every once in a while. So with that, we take a pivot and we go Dateline Washington D.C. Now I love specialty jerseys. I love it when teams. Try to do something different, and then and put some new stuff out there. And well, boy, oh boy, the Washington Capitals all the way back on. Let's see. So it's, 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 on Thursday, um, wore special warm-up jerseys in honor of Black His- History Month. They wore Black History Night warm-up jerseys, which were straight black jerseys with red outlines of the Washington capitals, red outline on the numbers, red outline on the um on the names and the shoulder logos were like the uh Ghostbusters logo except it had a hockey stick crossing it out and of course it was crossing out racism. Now, that being said, I loved these. I absolutely loved these. I I I want one. They were only worn during warmups. They want to be auctioned off. It's probably ended by now, but all proceeds were going to eliminate financial barriers faced by minority hockey youth players in the DMV. Fine by me. Fine. I love it when jerseys are auctioned off for great causes. The one that I wear, the Saint Patrick's Day ones, um were Going toward uh, Hershey Medical Center, the Bears do this all the time. Lovely, lovely stuff. But unfortunately, we did have to say goodbye to a uh, a former Hershey Bear. Um, this was put out on social media on Friday. Um, former Bears goaltender Gary Innes, I N N E S S, passed away earlier in the week at the age of seventy-one. Uh, the goaltender was part of the legendary faux-faux-faux team uh, of the ni- 1980, and he took over as a Bears head coach in 1981. So, really bad to see out of him. You know, all, you hate to see it when a member of the proverbial brotherhood is no longer with us, but, um, you know, just Gary. You know, I hope, you know, it was peaceful that he wasn't battling anything. I hope he wasn't a victim of covid but um, may he go to that great hockey pond in the sky. Say hi to Frank and Gordy for us there, Gary. Thank you for all that you've done. You know, carry the blessed home, carry the hockey sticks back home. We'll tap the sticks for you there, there Gary. Thank you for all that, that you've done. And uh, as a quick rundown of the uh, Bears division in the AHL. The Bears are sitting in second place in the division at 5-1-2 and two with 12 points. But if there is any playoff, you know, rankings or anything, uh, they will go off of a points percentage. Let me just put my phone up here. There we go. Uh, they are sitting second in the division. Above them is one team, and that's the Utica Quamets at 5-1-2 and one one shootout loss all the way up there in Oop State, New York. They have the best percentage record. Below the Bears is the Lehigh Valley Phantoms because, of course, they are, led by Wisdom and nothing else. Seriously, the kid's having a great season. Go check out what he's doing. At 4-1-2, 10.714 percentage. Below them is Rochester, New York at 4-2 with 667 percentage. Wilkes-Barre in fifth, four two and one, six forty three. Binghamton, it, it kind of drops off at this point. Binghamton at two four and one at three seventy five, and the Syracuse Crunch at one four zero for two fifty. Oofta. that's uh, that's rather rough for some of the teams up in up in New York. Um, it was also revealed this week that um that all um. Uh, sporting arenas in New York will allow a 10% into their their arenas. It left it up to the buildings to determine if it was enough. And I remember seeing this week that the Rochester Americans basically said, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to continue running in an empty arena. And it's really up to the teams, per se. I mean, if, if it's not worth the effort to bring in stands and extra cleaning for, what, 300 people, if that... And I can attest that Rochester is right up there with Hershey in a fan base that's a little older as well. And um, it's probably the better decision, you know. And hopefully, up there in New York, once October rolls around, we can see a bit more of people in the stands and having regular hockey up there in Rochester, New York. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers actually declined to bring fans back as well, as I think there were only allowed 500 people in the building, and that's including uh, food staff and the players and everything. I completely understand that because the Wells Fargo Center, or whatever it's called this day, um, is completely huge. It is just really, really, really big, and it's just not worth it you know, bringing people in, in the multi-tiered food areas. It wouldn't surprise me if this happens with Pittsburgh. But checking elsewhere in the AHL, the three-team Atlantic division is dominated by Providence at 5-2, and 7-14, and Hartford, 2-3, th- and three, Bridgeport, 2-4. and four. All three of these teams are just having one big three-way dance. The AHL Canadian division, which is full-blown up-and-running, or mostly up-and-running, uh The Rocket de Laval at five two and one at two at six eighty eight percentage. The Toronto Marlies at four and four. Do the math. Same thing with the Manitoba Moose and same thing with the Stockton Heat at two and two. <laughs> you know Stockton actually kind of did of a bit of a rebranding and have called themselves the Stockton Heat of Calgary because they're playing in Calgary. Can't just call themselves the Calgary Heat, but the Stockton Heat of Calgary. Whatever you do, you and the Belleville Senators, three one and three at two fifty, just as bad as their NHL counterpart. Ha! The Central is the Chicago Wolves, best in all the land, at seven and one. Then the Grand Rapids Griffins at four and two. Then the Texas Stars, Iowa Wild. Cleveland Monsters, and the Rockford Ice Hogs. But the absolute best team in all the length, I, I was wrong about what I said in Chicago, is actually the Henderson Silver Knights at 8-1. and one. Huzzah, huzzah. I really wish I could watch some of the Silver Knights games. But to each their own, good on you, Henderson, and let's hope this AHL season keeps moving forward. 20 seconds left. And that will do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Uh I know most of it was recap, but when you have a three and four, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So thank you to everyone for your likes, your listens, your downloads, and sharing. Thank you, everyone, so very much. There are some good things on the horizon, and I'm really hoping to nail down something this week, something have been working on the past couple of weeks, and hopefully have a big announcement soon. So everyone... Like, share, and subscribe. Like the page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter as well. And just thank you to everyone for your for your follows and everything. And remember, stay positive, test negative. We'll catch you next time.
0: That's the end of the game.